We are glad you could join us today for the Concepts of Faith broadcast. This program is dedicated to teach you how to put the Word of God to work so that it will make a positive difference in the everyday circumstances of your life. And now, here's Charles Caps. We're going to talk about specifically unforgiveness, a thief of faith and life. Now, we're here in Mark, the 11th chapter, and we're talking about verse 25 and 26 here, where Jesus has talked about when you stand, praying, forgive, if you have aught against any. For he says, if you don't, then your heavenly Father won't forgive you. He can't forgive you. Now, as we look at this, you realize that Jesus is trying to put this thing in perspective so that we can understand why our faith doesn't work sometimes. See, he's telling you how the God kind of faith works in verse 23 and verse 24. Whosoever shall say, believe, doubt not his heart. Therefore, whatsoever things you desire when you pray, believe you receive them. And you shall have them. Now, let's go to 1 John, the third chapter. And notice that John adds something here that will give us greater understanding in this. Verse 20 and 21. 1 John 3, 20 and 21. For if our heart condemn us not, God is greater than our heart and knoweth all things. Beloved, if our heart condemn us not, then have we confidence toward God. And whatsoever we ask, we receive of him because we keep his commandments and do those things which are pleasing in his sight. Now you'll notice that John says, if our heart does not condemn us, then we'll have confidence in God to receive the answer. But now, like a little child, if you told your son, now, you know, you're going to have to mow the yard, and he's wanting to go uptown or go somewhere and play baseball, and you said, well, now, you know, when you mow the yard, you can go. And he's goofed off all morning. He hadn't mowed the yard. He hadn't carried the trash out, you know. And then it comes time for him to ask if he can go do something special. And, you know, he's not going to have much confidence at all that he's going to be able to do that because he hasn't done what you've told him to do. And you know that's the way Christians are. When we do not obey the Word of God, then we don't have any confidence that God will hear a prayer. And very rightly so from what the Scripture says here. So John says, if our hearts condemn us not, then we'll have confidence toward God. Now what actually happens when a person gets over into the area of unforgiveness and holding grudges and not forgiving people, then they have spiritual heart attacks. I've never understood, you know, they use the term heart attack. So-and-so had a heart attack. Well, you know, (laughs) my heart's not going to attack me. It may quit beating someday, but it's not going to attack me. (laughs) But when you get into this area of a spiritual heart attack, you can actually, your spiritual heart will attack you. It'll attack your faith. Unforgiveness is a thief of faith. And when you don't have confidence in God, then that means you don't have any faith that God will answer your prayer. And sometimes we just drift along, let some things build up instead of judging ourselves like the Apostle Paul told us to. We should judge ourselves. That's what partaking of the Lord's Supper is is given for us to do, is to bring to remembrance the Lord's death and also to judge ourselves. We as Christians should judge ourselves. 
We need to take this scripture and just sit down at times and just say, Now, Lord, I want you to bring to my remembrance the things here that I'm missing it in. And I want to judge myself according to the scripture. And a good place to start is 1 Corinthians, the 13th chapter. <laughs> the chapter on love. Love is not puffed up. Love does not behave itself unseemly. Well, we can judge ourselves and say, now, Lord, I missed it in that. I got mad the other day. I said some things that I shouldn't have said. You know, I kicked the cat. I talked mean to my wife. You know, well, I judged myself, Lord. And I confess it. It was a sin. Father, forgive me. And I mean, it's just as though it never happened for God's concern. But you see, when you let those things build up over a period of time, now, actually, that's how people backslide and lose out with God. They don't judge themselves. And it's time that we learn that this is part of the Christian way. You see, a Christian is not a person that's perfect. A Christian is somebody that judges himself and confesses his sins. Now, there's a difference in a Christian and a sinner. Well, I said different. There's difference in a Christian that sins and a sinner. See, you hear people say all the time, Well, I'm just an old sinner saved by grace. Well, that's your problem. If you're still an old sinner, then you you got completely out of the grace of God. Because we're not old sinners saved by grace. We were old sinners. When we got saved by grace, we became the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. We are the righteousness of God in Christ. Now, we may miss it, all right, and we may sin. But if we confess our sins, He's faithful and just to forgive us our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. So you see, just because a Christian sins does no more make him a sinner than it would make you a car if you sat in the garage all night. (laughs) Or if you went to the prison, it wouldn't make you a prisoner if you visited the prison, would it? You know why they call prisoners prisoners? Because they can't get out. They're in prison. You know why a sinner is a sinner? Because that's what they do best. That's all they can do. They can't do anything else. Are you listening to me? I'm doing better preaching you are saying amen. But you see, there's a difference in a Christian that sins and a sinner. Sure, it's a sin, all right. But you don't backslide every time you sin. Now, see, we need to understand this. There's been the teaching in days past. I grew up in a full gospel church, Pentecostal church, where they believe in backsliding. And then there was the Baptists, and bless their hearts, they get folks born again, and they believe that, some of them believe that uh, once saved, always saved. They don't believe in backsliding, and the Pentecostals believed in it and practiced it. (laughs) Well, certainly you break fellowship with the Father when you sin. But if you confess your sins, you restore that fellowship. It's not a matter of having to get born again all over again. It's restoring that fellowship by judging yourself, see. And I think this is one of the things that the body of Christ needs to understand. The difference between a sinner and a Christian that sins occasionally. Now, I'm not talking about intentionally premeditated sin. I'm just talking about when, you know, somebody loses their temper and maybe says something they shouldn't or does something they shouldn't to someone. Well, you see, you have to judge yourself for that. If you judge yourself, you won't be judged. Now, the problem comes when we don't judge ourselves and that condemnation builds up on us because you can't get forgiven of your sin 
until you forgive the individual that sinned against you. It's a continuing act. It's not like any other sin on the face of the earth. That's why Jesus talked about it every single time, or almost every occasion. I haven't really done a study on it, but it seems like he talked about it every occasion that he talked about prayer. You have to forgive. If you don't, your Father won't forgive you. Now, you can see from that, if you was perfect and never made another mistake, you might get by with a little unforgiveness. But if you ever make another mistake, you can't get forgiven for it until you forgive the individual that wronged you. Now, if words mean anything, that puts us in a position where we better take heed to what the Word of God says. Because I'm convinced that many tragedies and problems come to people because they have not judged themselves for the sin of unforgiveness or even other sins. And the Apostle Paul talking about partaking of the Lord's Supper. He said, many of you are sick and even some sleep or have died prematurely because they wouldn't judge themselves and did not discern the body of Christ. And it's time that we realize that God didn't say this to just make it hard on us. And say, well, I'm not going to forgive you, you ugly thing. If you don't forgive the others, I won't forgive you. It's that way. He can't do it. He didn't just make it hard on us. That's just the way it is. And he's just telling us how it is. So if we go from what John says here, If our heart condemn us not, then have we confidence toward God. Whatsoever we ask of him, we receive of him because we keep his commandments and do those things which are pleasing in his sight. Now, at first glance of this, you might think that he's saying, well, you're going to get your prayers answered because you did all these good things, so you're back under the law. It's meriting favor. No, no, now, wait a minute. Notice, if our heart doesn't condemn us, whatsoever we ask of him, we receive of him because we keep his commandments. Now, the Apostle Paul says, holding, I'm quoting a portion of Scripture that he quoted, holding the mystery of faith in a pure conscience. That is the mystery of faith, a pure conscience before God. And when you don't have a pure conscience before God, your faith won't work. So then when your faith doesn't work, this is what he's saying. Because you didn't keep the commandments, did not do what he said to do, then your heart condemned you and you didn't receive what you asked. Your prayer was not answered because there was no faith in that prayer. There was condemnation in your heart. You actually had a spiritual heart attack. And stopped your faith from working. Can you see that? And we need to realize that. That is what God is sharing with us. And it's that way. God says it's that way. He didn't just make it hard on us. It was that way. That's the reason he told us that. Can you say amen? Amen. Talking about unforgiveness, a thief of faith and of life. Let's go to 1 Corinthians, the 5th chapter. The Apostle Paul made some statements along this line. That'll give us some insight into this. 1 Corinthians chapter 5 and verse 1. Now let's read down several verses here because you're going to see something here. If you haven't noticed it, it may shock you what the Apostle Paul did. I appreciate so much you joining us for the Concepts of Faith broadcast today. We've been talking about unforgiveness. We're going to be talking about it all this week. And before we leave the broadcast, let me remind you that we have CD offer number... 7114, that's CD offer number 7114, Unforgiveness, A Thief of Faith. A single CD for $8 plus $3 postage and handling, total of $11. 
we talk about the fact that unforgiveness is a thief of faith, it is a thief of life, and it will do you in unless you forgive. Now, in the 17th chapter of Luke, we find that Jesus said in verse 3, Take heed to yourselves, if thy brother trespass against thee, rebuke him. If he repent, forgive him. If he trespass against thee seven times in a day, and seven times in a day turn to thee, saying, I repent, thou shalt forgive him. And the apostles said, Lord, increase our faith. Well, at least they knew that it'd take faith to forgive. You don't always want to forgive. You have to forgive by faith. Now listen to what Jesus said. The Lord said, If you had faith as a grain of mustard seed, you might say unto this sycamine tree, Be thou plucked up by the root, be thou planted in the sea, and it should obey you. The Greek says it would obey you. Now notice, he didn't say a thing about having great faith. He just said if you had faith as a mustard seed, you would plant it by saying. You would say to the inanimate object, you'll never hinder me again. Now, the sycamine tree, in the context of this, represents unforgiveness. A sycamine tree grows in dry soil. It has deep roots, and unforgiveness can run mighty deep, and it also will make you dry. And Jesus has given us an object lesson here. He said, if you had faith as a mustard seed, you would say, be plucked up by the root, be planted in the sea, and it should obey you. Well, if you have faith that won't change, you would say to unforgiveness, you'll never hinder me again. I'm free from you. He tells you how to get rid of it because you can have what you say. That's offer number 7114 for a total of $11. We have toll-free order line, 1-877-396-9400. Until tomorrow, this is Charles Capps reminding you, the enemy is defeated, God is exalted, and Jesus is coming soon. To order the product offered today, call 1-877-396-9400 or write Charles Capps. P.O. Box 69, England, Arkansas, 72046. A complete list of CDs, books, and DVDs are available online at charlescaps.com. Through the website, you can listen to this radio program again and subscribe to our podcast. This broadcast is sponsored by Charles Caps Ministries and our listeners in this area.